If they hear you, they hunt you. Critics are calling A Quiet Place a terrifying thriller that demands to be seen in a crowded theater. A remarkable achievement. It's the most original and scariest movie in years. Who are we? We can't protect them. Emily Blunt, John Krasinski. A Quiet Place, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13, tomorrow night. Welcome to episode, uh, I guess we call this like 9.5, because the whole crew ain't here today. Uh, but this is Nerdflow, this is going to be like a spitting game edition, because it's going to be all about uh, video games this episode, just video games. Um, Young is out sick, and uh, Tink, she's working, so it's going to be just me and Checkmate on this episode, so... For y'all, yeah. that, for y'all that love, you know, that's a video game, the gamers and the gamer heads, man, this episode is just for y'all, so. All right, man. Uh, let's see. First off. Ian. What's that? Now, where do we begin? It's a lot to, it's a lot to start with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we jump into the major topic, Destiny 2. We were talking about this before we, before we, uh, before we started, man. So, Destiny, tri- Destiny 2, um... Dropped the official trailer uh, for the sequel to the current Destiny right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of things going on in the game. I currently play. Um, been playing Destiny since the shoot the beta. Um, playing for three years straight, nonstop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what it looks like now in this particular and this for those who are who are not currently playing Destiny, it looks like the the antagonist for Destiny Two is going to be. Uh, the Cabal, which is another one of the alien races that you fight against in Destiny, and it seems like the raid is going to be kind of like fixed around them uh, this time around. Uh, for those who have played Destiny or played Destiny for a short little minute, uh, what it seems like in the in the trailer seems like the tr- the the tower, which is your home base where you go every time, uh, gets attacked, and so everybody's like. The tower's gone. All your weapons are gone. So everybody's going to be pretty much starting fresh uh, in this new game. This is this is a good way to for Bungie to, to pretty much kind of get um, the audience back that they lost in Destiny 1. And yeah. for those who kind of like, you know, they was in, but then they just, you know, just fell off the map on them, So I think, I don't know, I, think, I feel like they're going to do something huge with this because like, like you and I were saying before we, we started was, Destiny, the first one was was a sleeper, so I feel like if they did more promotions around around that, that it probably would have been bigger than what it was because it was it was it was it was big, but it got big late. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, they've been running up trailers everywhere. I mean, I'm surprised that they're yeah, running. Yeah. I'm surprised they're running trail. Like, I go to Twitch, it's a commercial. I go to, I was watching like Walking Dead. I saw the commercials. Like, I'm surprised how how amped they're you know the advertisement they got behind this game and it's. It ain't like it come out like this money it comes out in September. Yeah, it's a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, they're building a hype for because I don't. They, I, they know for a fact that they missed the opportunity by promoting it really hard, promoting mm-hmm. the first Destiny really hard, and they saw all the gamers that got with very little promotion. They're like, well, hell, let's pump up the promotions and, and advertisement and see where they get this. They are everywhere, Facebook everywhere, so, which is good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the n- other new thing that came out through the trailer was uh, uh it's coming to PC. So that's going to bring a whole nother, you know, a lot of more gamers on, on board with it because a lot of people that's, uh, you know, PC gamers are, it's a whole, it's just like, it's like, it's like a whole nother, because PC gamers are just a whole, whole nother, um, what do you say, like a whole nother. 
Another breed of game gamers. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you like a whole other breed of gamers. So man, you got the PC community. Because I can attest to that because I was I was a hardcore PC gamer and and those, normally the, the heavy PC gamers are the ones that normally build their own laptops or the ones that actually own gaming laptops or they go to actual gaming events. So those are normally PC guys, which which is cool because there's a lot and and if they really if they add crossplay, which I think would be a huge mistake if they didn't, um, because they get crossplay with Gears of War. So I'm pretty sure they should be able to do it with Destiny, but I guess we'll see how they go. Um, but they had crossplay with PC gamers. That's gonna be huge. Yeah, I hope, hopefully they'll hopefully they'll do that. And then the other thing with Bungie is like, of course we all know him. Well, we we know him for sure. Like you know, Halo One compared to Halo Two, Halo Two yeah. took it to a whole another level from the from yeah. the first one, and you know leaps and bounds. And people was on then. I think Halo Two was actually when. Um, Xbox was actually starting to do their experimentation with Xbox Live too, as well. I believe, I, well, yeah. at least I want to say. Yeah, what well, they did because what Halo Two came out what when three sixty first came out. Mm, was it then? Or was, no, it was still the regular Xbox because I remember. Right. Yeah. Halo Two. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm thinking about Halo Three. Halo Three was when they they did the new and Halo Three. Honestly, from two, um, I don't know. I don't think it was that big of a difference, but I think the story, of course, was was more in depth. And they added those goals and added more benefits from them, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool too. But exactly. um, that's about right, though. Yeah, and that's just like, and you seeing the same thing uh, with Destiny and stuff like that, because like we, you know, Destiny, Destiny, current Destiny right now, uh, we got private matches like latter part of last year. That was something that didn't launch with the games. We got private matches and stuff like that, uh, more PvP modes and stuff like that. Uh, the biggest thing from Destiny 2 is going to be, it looks like it's going to be more of a, they're going to tell more of a story this time because a lot of the story of Destiny was kind of left in the, the Grimoire cards that you're going to lock when you go to certain places or pick up like um, dead ghosts and stuff like that. You you pull a lot of the, the backstory from Destiny through that content, but I think now they're going to, they're really going to like tell, pretty much tell a story uh, this time around and put more into the story. That's what everybody complained about on the first Disney. It kind of like went around. It went. It kind of went around a whole lot on the on the story piece and didn't really. It has the lore of Destiny is really good, and I think if they were to put that in a form where you can see it on screen and actually tell that story, I think it'll 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 get a whole lot better score. Because I know the first Destiny. When Destiny first launched, I think it was like a got like a seven. It was like a seven or yeah, it was like a seven. That I know IGN gave it like a seven. Yeah, um, and that's the cool thing. Well, that's what's surprising about that is everyone that played it was saying it should she gotten way higher reviews. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it was just IGN, but even Game Informer didn't give it. I think Game Informer gave it an eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was at like seven and like sevens and eights. But it, the thing yeah. is, was that the rating, even at the rating that it got on some places, it, it still just freaking so well, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's why I play. Like, that's why I know Destiny Two. Um, I, I don't know. Normally, what what I feel like developers make mistake in doing when they have a sequel from a great game, like they change like the core mechanics that made it great. Like for example, I'm gonna use Gears of War. Gears of War One, fantastic. I played it for, like three years straight every day. <laughs> um, True. And then. I think when Gears of War 2 came out, they downsized the characters, the graphics are different, the gameplay is way different. So, I mean, hopefully, if they stick to the core mechanics that made the game awesome, it'll, it'll be good. Yeah, it's a shooter that feels good, man, because I know when I go to other stuff like, you know, Call of Duty or any other game that's like a first-person shooter, like, it's just something about what Bungie does with their mechanics and how it just feels as a shooter. 
and you can understand that because anybody I'm I'm sorry for me like when I play Halo 5 on my Xbox one they still kind of have those cool you know 343 is doing it but it was just something different from when Bungie had when control Bungie. Yeah, it had control of Halo when I was playing multiplayer, man. And like multiplayer and, and Halo Five feels so different to me that it's well, hard for me to play it. Because Call of Duty is so archaic, you know. It's not, and that's why I tell people I said archaic doesn't mean chaos. Archaic just means it's very arcadey. Like mm-hmm. it's really fast, quick, get the match done. You know, it's not for me anyway. For Call of Duty, I don't think there's a lot of strategy in it. So that's why games like Destiny, Battlefield, what I like because it's open. There's more variety of weapons. You don't you don't just place me in one small map and have a good other match and matches over. So, mm-hmm. so, so I think Halo. I think unfortunately the the later Halos fell into that same mechanics as far as like okay, well we're for Call of Duty, so it should work for us. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like the small problem I have with. I love Battlefield. Battlefield one played it, loved it, loved it. Um, I think um, with Battlefield, Battlefield falls kind of like victim sometimes to. The large, massive maps. I think they need to put. They need to do a good mix of small and big because I know, like, ones on Battlefield One, they got some massive maps. Yeah, on, on on the other Battlefield, like Battlefield Four and the one previous to Battlefield One, they actually did that. They gave you a mix. They gave you option. You can do small or big maps, but this one, primarily all of them are big, though. Yeah, they all they all good size. Yeah, they all good size map was man. I know, like with, uh, I think it was four or was it? No, it was three. That's when they started doing like the premium pass, and it was one of those expansions that had just strictly just small maps. It was perfect. People love, mm-hmm. people love cause I, I ain't lie, cause I, I downloaded like, okay, this is awesome. So now I have an option of playing large scale warfare if I want to, mm-hmm. not being, or I can go to a small map with some quick rounds. Give me, a, give me an option to do both. Right, cool. that's what that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, with Battlefield One, like they didn't right now they didn't give you the options uh, to do any small map because it's mostly large scale maps, but. Um, Hopefully with this next, I don't know when is the next. Uh, I don't even know when the next, or is it already out already? Because they haven't really been, they haven't really been advertising it that much. I know they've been kind of holding to the core maps that they have on there for for some time now. With oh, uh, uh, well, not the new one. I think about a week ago. And we go okay, okay. Yeah, and actually, they actually are smaller maps too. They are okay. So I might, I might, I might get back in on that then. Because uh, I got EA, I got EA access, so. Uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have more games, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got um, all right, man. So this is still kind of like telling on the telling on the ends of um of Destiny and things like that. Um, a lot of people with the trailer, well, of course, like okay, Destiny one, you had the you had the same thing with the exclusives. So PS four. Has exclusives uh, to certain weapons, certain gear for a select amount of time. Like during the first year, during the first year of Destiny, it was primarily for year. It was try finally for like it was like year one, and so they would have it for like a whole year. Yeah. And then after that, then Xbox One would get it. So what? So now, huh? That's a long time. Yeah. So like now. A lot of people in an uproar about that particular thing with we're going into the which now going into the sequel, and I always hear a lot of people saying like, "Oh, it's a bad thing for you know, you know, for them to do that." But like, okay, give you another example: when PS3, Xbox 360, Xbox was paying for exclusives left and right. That's how they got Grand Theft Auto. That's how they got um, 
what other games did they did they pull from? They, that's how they kind of like got Final Fantasy to come over to the Xbox 360 and stuff like that. And so now I hear a lot of like you know podcasts, gaming sites, they're bashing the whole thing. You know now that Sony's doing it and they're winning in a sense as far as in sales for you know for as far as in consoles. Now it's like it's a bad thing that yeah. you know that is only exclusive for and you know everybody's saying like nobody wins when when they do this it's like well guess what nobody was winning even when people when we were the people who were the diehard Sony fans and for PS3 like we ain't complaining yeah. saying nothing we just sucked it up and knew we was gonna get some better games. That's true because I remember I remember that happening. I remember going through that same scenario. I'm like, damn, I mean, I'm a dire place and I refuse to buy Xbox for one one game, so I'm just sticking to my PlayStation. You know, there were games on Xbox I really want to play, but it's like. It's coming territory, I guess, and that's part why I'm in the phase now. I'm just able, I guess, a little bit, just have both systems because I just rather have both systems because I don't want to miss on any of the games on either system. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I feel like it's like lately. I feel like it's been being a double standard, especially with Destiny with them, because I know like now there is um, there's a couple weapons right now that are exclusively on PlayStation. I think it's like two, I think it's like two or three weapons that are exclusively on PlayStation, and. Xbox is going to get them, but Destiny 2 is going to be out, so it's kind of like nobody's going to really go back to play with those weapons once the new game comes out. So they feel kind of like cheated in a sense, and rightfully so. They are, they are kind of. I kind of wish Bungie would have kind of like, oh, okay, with this this pass update we just got at the end of March, um, it kind of would have been cool if Xbox could have got those games a little bit early, and they kind of would have, you know. But it's not really under their control. It's really kind of their agreement what they have with PlayStation, but. I just feel like it's like right now with PlayStation being so far ahead as they are uh, with really? sales and everything, it's like everybody wants to jump on that jump on that bandwagon. Like, oh, it's so bad, but like nobody, nobody, nobody spoke out about about it at the time. It's like, so why, so why even why jump on that bandwagon now? Yep, it's true because everybody was expecting Xbox to blow them away because how good the 360 did, but that's because PlayStation underestimated and they did. And honestly, I think they Sony. I don't know. There's so much thing they did wrong with PS3 was ridiculous, and they did all that right with the PS4. Mm-hmm. And see, and, and now, now with Microsoft, Microsoft is trying to. Now they're trying to make things right. They're trying to focus on gamers. They they've taken away features like the snap feature um, on the Xbox One now, and they, they're kind of like they're really trying to pull that because you know when they came out, they was like, oh, it's all about entertainment. You can watch TV while you do this, and you can. You know, watch a movie. You can snap and play a game, and so they've slowly backpedaled away from that mm-hmm. uh, that model now, and they're trying to be more, you know, trying to pull those gamers back in. I think that's and that's also, I think that's why, like, they kind of like um, it's kind of why the Scorpio has come up now, and I think they want to try to redeem them. So they want to. They just, right now, I think they just want to hit the reset button because they they made the wrong step. I mean, they don't- it's shaping up to be pretty, pretty beastly, but they're still saying that. To not sleep on the on the Nintendo Switch. Oh no, definitely not sleeping on the Nintendo Switch. I think once they really get their game library up and get you know get some more support from third party, and they come out with some more games. Once this Odyssey drops, and then you got um, Super Man, Smash Bros. Yeah, Super Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, all that stuff. Once that stuff comes out, you more people gonna gonna pick it up. I mean of course everybody's right now is on Zelda which, you know, that's a pretty good lengthy game to hold at least to hold you if you take the time. Again, if you do everything on there it should last you to the new games come out. Yeah. 
So it'll 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 hold you down at least for at least for the meantime. So uh let's see what else we got on the plate, man. We got um they were talking about the the um, there was some information that came out about they were saying the new Spider Man um that's being made by Somniac might be dropping this year. Um some people have been some people are very skeptical about it. Um I I think um Directly so, because they they jacked up almost every Spider Man. I think the last Spider Man that was actually pretty pretty good was the Spider Man Dimensions. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, that was that was that was like the best one of the best ones that they came out with. And the thing is, the problem is they come out with like ten of them and they made like one good one. So I guess be a bit skeptical by it. But if, if Somniac making it, make it, I know it's gonna be good. Yeah, that's what I know, and I know they kind of like some people kind of skeptical because you know Sunset Overdrive was you know. It was okay. It didn't, you know, it didn't set, yeah, but it didn't, it didn't set records or anything for Xbox. And I think that's what they were hoping for, but that didn't happen. Well, but. That was their first shot at that, though. So I mean, only too 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 depressed about it. But obviously, because Sony, like, they make a lot of these games. I mean, hell, they made what uh, Resistance. Yeah, Resistance One, Resistance Two. Um, then you got the you know Ratchet and Clank. Oh, right. and then also uh, another game that got revealed this week, and I know you're gonna be happy about this. Um, Jack and Daxter, they're coming out with a, uh, I think it's a collection for PS4. What they already, oh, so they already came out the PS3 collection, so now they came out PS4. Okay, I'm excited uh-huh. about that. So they got it's gonna come with Jack and Daxter, Jack Two, Jack Three, and Jack X. All so it's probably gonna be like an HD collection or or definitive edition or something like that. Probably gonna be like you know they're gonna probably remaster it to bring it up to uh, quality of you know the PS4 and stuff like that. I'm down for that. So I'm hyped for that. I'm hoping, hopefully, we'll, hopefully at the same time, we'll also get like a a new Jack announcement as well. Cause we need a, we Man, need those, new, um, uh, we need those staple. New, Ratchet, new, new, new uh, Jack. They do. So they did. They did. But at the same time, though, they made a ratchet based upon the movie that was coming out. Or no, nah, it was actually the movie was based upon the game. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a we got a ratchet and clank. Um, I think just PlayStation kind of needs to go back to those. Because PlayStation is pretty good about making new IPs and stuff like that and making, stepping out and taking a chance and making new IPs for their system. They don't have that problem. But they do kind of have the problem of going back to kind of what works for them too. Like, you know, your Jacks, your Ratchet and Clank, Sly mm-hmm. Cooper, um, stuff like that. So I think they need to kind of incorporate those games that we, that kind of brought us to PlayStation as well. Just for just kind of like for for nostalgia purposes and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas with um with Xbox, man, they need to they need to build, they need to take more chances. Honestly, they need to take more chances, build more build more new IPs and stick with them despite how they do and kind of like try to run with them, kind of run with it a little bit more. Because I mean, yeah. of course, they got like they got of course you got Gears, you got Halo. You got your Forzas, and those are the really games they kind of hang their hats on a lot of the times. Um, a game that I played this weekend that just came out on um, Games for Gold, which was a uh, Rise, um, which was made by Crytek. I think they should snatch that up. Yeah, Rise actually good. Yeah, I love the combat in it because when I when I loaded it up this weekend when it came out um, this past Saturday, uh, loaded it up overnight. And I got into playing it, and like the mechanics are very similar to like a Batman Arkham, as far as yeah. you know, the, the buttons are in a different sequence, 
But as far as like you counter, you roll and stuff like that, and you have uh, execute, you know, you can execute uh, your enemies and stuff like that. And I really, I mean, I really like it. I mean, I, there's some improvements I feel they can they can put into it and stuff like that. But overall, man, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty decent game. They can really make it something if they were. I think with Rise, if they were, stop, oh. huh? I said that was one of the launch games, so yeah, I didn't get that much hype either. You know, it's pretty good. It's, mm-hmm. and, well, I think one thing is, I think it's really short. So yeah, it's that is that that as well. I think if they were to go back to the drawing board with, uh, with Rise, if they ever were to reconsider to come out with a sequel for, it, I think they should probably like. I think with the with the controls it has, I think they should pull from from Batman from Arkham as, as a whole. Make it an open world. There's not a open world game that's based in the city of like Greece or Rome or anything like that. That doesn't that does not exist. Nobody's made a game like that. So I think that would be that would have been a good thing for them to do is just make an open world game that's all about, you know, that's all about being, you know, um a Roman warrior. Sticking with that, you know, I mean, I mean you could choose to customize your character however, you know, whatever they want to do from that point. But I think they should they could have they could have had something with that. They could have had some big boss fights. They could also borrow from I think Rise could have borrowed from God of War a little bit. Had some big boss fights and stuff like that. And um there's a lot of things they could have did to make that game probably stand out a lot more because Crytek doesn't really they don't make um crappy games. They they made what was the uh thing, what was the series? Um it, um, um What's the game? I think you're talking about the soldier. The soldier with the suit. I can't think of it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, I can't think of it. Oh, uh, man, it's right my tongue. I gotta look it up now. Oh man, I cannot <laughs> think of this, this freaking game. What world? Um, holy moly, it was two of them. Actually, yep. no, they made three. They made three of them. Yeah, they made three because the last one was in red. I remember uh, lettering. Crisis, crisis. That's crisis. it. There you go. We we when you say Crytek, it sounded like I'm almost wrong a bell in my ear. <laughs> like, Crisis, yeah. Crytek. Yeah, so you got uh, so yeah, yeah. So they they did. I mean, Crisis was did really well on um, did really well on PC to the point where they you know really released it on PS3 and um and Xbox as well. So I mean, it's like man, like they should have just. I mean, I think Crytek is. Oh, is Crytek still around? Did they? I'm trying to think, did they shut down? I think they're reconstructing at this point. I don't think they I don't think they're completely gone or anything like that. But I think I think they're also in part with the um I know they've been doing stuff with the Oculus Rift which still hasn't come out yet, so But yeah, man. Um VR VR is getting there. Yeah, VR is getting there. It's it's stuff that's trickling out. It's I mean, hopefully hopefully going into this year's E three, um PlayStation will drop a lot of games. Uh, that'll be that I have VR versions on top of, you know, regular console versions uh, that they can come out with. They really got to buff up their library for for VR. Um, I would typically probably get one, but I'm kind of more on the sides of I would probably want to get a pro just first in general. I mean, I know you need a pro to make it work with the with the VR, but I want a pro in general just for the enhanced graphics with the 4K TV and stuff like that. Um, I do kind of. I, just wanna, I don't know, man. I don't rebuy a PS4. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I mean, because now, man, I mean, even with the new update they just came out with to add uh, a portable hard drive to it, I bought one for my birthday, and I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm good to go now. <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm, I'm good on approval because I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm good. On, I mean, I, I just I can't rebuy a fucking PlayStation. That makes no sense. Just for better graphics, even though the graphics do make it. I mean, the graphics are different. It ain't different enough for me to buy a whole new system though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tough. If it wasn't as expensive, okay, cool. Or they have some kind of trade in, like if you got a current PS4 and you want to trade it, they give like bonus credit towards the, the pro or some shit like that. Yeah, but they don't do anything like that. Yeah, very true, very true. All right, man. Uh, this is a very, you know, quick episode just to make sure, you know, like I said, we're down down two members this week, but we wanted to just, you know, still give you guys something. Uh, what's that? So yeah, try to give them something. <laughs> yeah, just try to give you guys something and like something like a bonus episode or whatever. Um, and typically, um, you know, you guys get spin game on through via the Patreon, but this actual special edition episode will be going to the regular feed. And I'm gonna also throw in another. I'm actually gonna throw in a spin game episode um, uh, as well on top of that, the first episode as well, and add it to the regular feed for you guys. You know, just to get you guys and get you get your fix of you know nerve flow so uh, i'll be doing that so you'll have two episodes this on this feed as well so um we'll be back next week we talk about a bunch of more stuff that we wanted to touch on this week but you know we couldn't because we we want to make sure the full team is here in effect but um but now nah, man it was good good just to you know chat it about just straight game so yeah for a quick little minute Yep, yep. So, uh, your boy Royalty and Checkmate, we are out of here, and we'll see you guys next week for episode 10 of Nerflow. Adios. In a quiet place, if they hear you, they hunt you. Critics are calling A Quiet Place a terrifying thriller that demands to be seen in a crowded theater. A remarkable achievement. It's the most original and scariest movie in years. Who are we if we can't protect them? Emily Blunt, John Krasinski. A Quiet Place, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Tomorrow night.